Hey, redheads and everyone else listening. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Adrian. And today's episode is so cool because we're talking about traveling. We're talking about great skin. And our guest today is Allison McNamara, who is a TV host and founder of the skincare line Mara. And we're really excited to have her on because it's kind of everything that we love. Stephanie and I, we love traveling. We love good skin. Especially oils. Red hair, obviously. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Stephanie and I have traveled so much together. Um, We backpacked through Europe actually 10 years ago. This year? This past summer. It was 10 years ago. We backpacked through Europe. Where did we go? We went so many places. We did eight countries in five and a half weeks. We did Ireland, Germany, Croatia, Italy, Greece, France, Belgium, uh, Netherlands, Amsterdam. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I feel like that must have been it. That yeah. was like our trip. Yeah. Yeah. But it took for, it, was, it took a long time and we loved every moment of it. And I can't remember if back then we were so big on skincare as we are now. I feel no. and you we literally all, only had a backpack. And you we used only all of my products. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> That's typical of us. I remember, always prepared. So I was that. 18, Adrian was 20, and I got really into mineral foundation. I don't know if that was when it started coming out. Bare Minerals was big then. I, yeah. I remember. So I packed their little travel size with their little brush. I'll never forget it. It was like the <laughs> I half. Do remember. It was like the size of my pinky. Yeah. And I packed so well for this trip because we only had backpacks. Well, Adrian didn't bring anything. You remember? And you asked to borrow all my stuff. Actually, what you really got mad at me about was when I asked in Germany <laughs> to borrow your mascara. <laughs> yeah. I brought. I remember it was the Clinique hypoallergenic mascara in their travel size. And you didn't bring anything. I know. I know. I was probably, I don't know what I was thinking. But, but you know, 10 years ago, travel section, we just went to Target and like CVS. And now you can go into Sephora and Ulta and they literally have aisles just for travel size. And times have changed so much. Like back then, we did not even have an iPhone 10 years ago. We did everything via map. We went we to had maps the Wi-Fi cafes. Yeah. <laughs> we, I can't believe it. And then literally, like, I think we got back from Europe and you and I both got, like, the first iPhone. It was just coming the out summer, Yeah, it had just came out. It was just coming out. We're like, wow. And a couple of months ago, we could have really used that. We but, had to ask a lot of people where to go, which yeah. I think it taught us a lot of survival skills with the map now I know how to read a map yeah yeah I feel like we learned a lot of cool things we drank a lot of water which was great for our skin and we did I feel like we always packed sunscreen that's one thing that we both were on the same page with because it was really hot it was and sunless tanner (laughs) do you remember Italy no 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 I just want to make a point that Stephanie and I were on a budget because we, my parents, our parents did not want us to take this trip, but we but were, we took it we anyway. were going to take it. And a lot of this money that we had saved was going to go towards our semester, next semester in college. So we had to be really good with money. So we had 50 euro to spend a day. And the first time we get to Germany, we had 50 euro. Spent Stephanie, <laughs> Stephanie spent it at the cheese shop. I did You got cheese and honey and it was gone. And that's what oh all my we could God, eat I'm the dying rest laughing. of the night. No, it's, that's not what happened. What happened was I read the sign wrong. And then when I went up to the cash <laughs> register, naive Stephanie at 18, never been out of the country, I didn't know what the euro symbol was. So I went up and I should have just said, no, I don't want this and put it back. I would have done that now. Yeah, you totally would But back then I was a little bit more of a pushover and the woman goes, 
40 euro or something. And then I came outside and Adrian's outside. She's like, what'd you get? Literally this huge loaf of bread with honey. She ripped us off. Cheese. Yeah. So this ties into, so then we went to Italy and we were in Northern Italy. And I loved instant tanner then. I still love it now, and but you, I really loved it then. You needed it. Because we were going to France to the south it. of France. I needed it. And I was, I felt like, a part of me was missing because I didn't have it on. But now I'm not like that. But back then, I really felt like I needed it. And it took me a long time well, to embrace my fair skin. Well, but it was 35 euros. Do you remember? I did. And I, I think we didn't eat a lot that night. <laughs> yeah. I and I yelled like... at you. We were in some little village. And it's the only beauty store is in this town. And people see us fighting. And they're probably <laughs> like, oh, my God, those two redheads. But... You ended up getting it. And we then ended up getting I it. remember seeing it in the bathroom when we got back from the trip that like we had a few weeks before going to college and just thinking about this <laughs> damn sunless tanner that Adrian had to buy. I know. There's so many funny things. The things you do for beauty. It's so funny. I know. But um, we weren't into like sulfate free shampoos. No, I don't think I don't think it was really like a trend. I don't even know how either. we shaved our armpits. <laughs> I think I you had a razor. I have no idea. I do remember you <laughs> hand washing your clothes. Yeah. I don't know how I washed mine. I know. Oh, we have to be really careful because when Stephanie and I get together, we just start we just laughing. Giggle and then yeah. we giggle. Our grandma used to get mad at us because she said all we do is giggle. I know. But um, I am really pumped about our guest today, Allison McNamara. She is a TV host, digital influencer, and founder of the new clean skincare line. Mara, and she has co-hosted the Oscars for ABC. She's appeared on the Today Show. She's hosted her own show, Midnight Style, on the FYI Network. Uh, she dyed her hair red, and she has amazing glowy skin. You have to find her on Instagram and just marvel at her skin because it's so beautiful. And we just have so many questions to ask her, like how she got such perfect skin and how she maintains her red hair. So let's call her up. No giggling allowed. <laughs> mm, I know. The H2 Bar Box, a monthly beauty subscription box for redheads. Each box is worth $80 plus, and each product is redhead-friendly approved. Head to h2barbox.com to subscribe and use code PODCAST to receive 20% off. Hello, this is Allison. Hi, Allison. This is Stephanie and Adrian Vendetti from How to Be a Redhead. Hi. Hi. How are you guys? Good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm really excited. Yeah, definitely. We've been following you for quite some time, so we're excited to have you on. So thank you. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. That's Stephanie awesome. today, uh, this is Adrian, but, but we were having lunch and she was showing me your photos and she's like, look at her beautiful skin. <laughs> you do have really beautiful skin. It's so dewy. Thank you. I mean, I have a product line, as you guys know, because I read through your questions. Um, so I kind of, I feel like having like good skin, like you have to have good skin when you have a product line. So I work really hard at it. It's like a full time job. Yeah, that is, that is so true. I do have to say, I, I've I've talked to estheticians before, and it's kind of it throws you off when they don't have good skin because totally it, it represents so even who like, they are. Yeah, when I launched my line, like I was so stressed out, I got like the first pimple I've had probably in years and I like didn't leave the house the week that we launched because I'm like I can't like launch this line and have this like zit on my face yeah it's not crazy that's a lot of pressure <laughs> it is kind of but you know I appreciate the, that you guys think I have good skin because that's important <laughs> you do you do um so we'll start too with question number one t totally about your hair yeah, so we love your hair. We think it's gorgeous. And we read on your website that you decided to go red three years ago. 
and you haven't looked back. So we wanted to kind of kick it off with how did you, how do you maintain your color now? What made you kind of decide to go red a few years ago? Totally. So I was actually born with like kind of like an orangey colored hair, but then that quickly dissipated by the time I was like two and I had just like mousy, light, light brown, dark blonde hair. So I definitely have like the ginger gene. My family's from Ireland. And so like being red always made sense, but I was blonde for years and years and years. But when I worked at Pop Sugar, we had gotten this television show and all of our hosts had the same color hair. So they were kind of like talking to us in a meeting before we went and started shooting the show. And they prompted us to see if anyone wanted to have, you know, dye their hair or change it up. So we looked a little different. And so I'd always been itching to go red. So I started going a little red. I was like an auburn color at the time for pop sugar now. And then after the show ended, I was like, I just want to go for it. People my whole life have been telling me to like go for red hair. So I finally did it. And maintaining it's a pain in the butt. I'll be honest. I dye it every six weeks. Uh, I go to Cassandra Kading at Mayor Salon in West Hollywood. She's awesome. Wow. And yeah, that's about it. And do you get hair glasses? And do you use maybe color depositing shampoos or any kind of color safe to kind of prolong the color? Yeah. So for my actual hair color, we use Redken Shade DQ. We use a combination of like gold and copper and copper red. So there's actually very little red in the formula of my hair color. It's mainly copper and gold, which is what keeps it really vibrant and on the lighter side. Because I really didn't want to have a burgundy red. That was important to me. I wanted to keep in like that, that coppery, almost like orangey color, you know, vibe. Yeah. So yeah. we we do that and we do base color mid shaft and ends. And then, you know, I haven't found a ton of color depositing shampoos that match my color well, but right now I'm using Christoph Robin. Yeah. Hair mask. Mask. Uh, and I like yeah. it. It's amazing. It's a good one, right? Yeah. I love it. This is Stephanie. Adrian's actually jealous. She's never touched her hair. Yeah, but I'm getting whites. So you are getting <laughs> a few whites. But yeah. I I have to get a hair gloss every eight to 12 weeks because kind of going along with what you said about skin, when you have a skin company, you want to have good skin. You know, A couple people over the last several weeks leading up to getting a hair gloss always tell me, oh, wait, so you have a company for redheads, but it doesn't look like you have red hair. So I have to get hair glosses to kind of up my red. And I love that hair mask in copper. I think it's really, it's helped me prolong and kind of um, made my hair look redder than what it, is I actually remember <laughs> Stephanie and I were being interviewed for the New York Times about four years ago and that particular day that we had the interview it, w it wasn't for the photo shoot that day it was just for something else and we just had our hair back in like a ponytail just to do the interview and the she woman called us out and she's like you guys are the founders of how to be a redhead and your hair isn't down and like wild and crazy and it really <laughs> stuck with me because now every time we go on an interview it's probably like how you feel about your skin we're like on it with our hair yeah. we're like, totally. it represents who you are in so many ways. It's so crazy how it becomes such a part of, yeah, like your identity. And I think that's an interesting point about red hair, though, because now I can't imagine not having red hair. So I definitely do my best to, like, maintain it. You know, I go every, yeah, I go every six weeks for the full thing. And then I go in usually in the middle for 
a gloss with her, just like a refresh. If I feel like if I've got an on camera thing or if I'm shooting like a video for Sephora, I always want to like make sure it looks nice. But yeah, the color depositing shampoos have been tough for me, but the Kristoff Robin has definitely been my favorite so far. And so getting it dyed as frequently as you do, have you noticed that your hair is a little drier than like, how does the dye, um, how has your hair been to it? Totally. So we don't, um, we don't bleach my hair, which I find quite interesting. A lot of people, you'd have to bleach the hair first, but my hair is really light. Like it's pretty, it's pretty like dark, dark blonde still, even though I'm like over 30, I feel like my hair has gotten darker. It's still light enough where we don't have to like lighten my base. So it's really not that damaging. Honestly, it's kind of like if you were a brunette and getting a refresh for your brown hair. So it's really not that damaging. But that being said, I'm like a chronically dry person, even down to like my humor, (laughs) dry skin, dry hair, (laughs) dry sense of humor. So like my hair is really, uh, really dry just naturally. So I have to definitely do like right before this, actually, I just use like a Kerastase hair mask. I'm always trying different hair masks. I need the moisture. So that's, yeah, I do suffer from dry hair. I, I'm not sure if it's from the dye though, because it's always been dry. And you, West Coast, the dry humidity probably. Yeah, you know, we don't have, and it's like the lack there of humidity actually. Right. It's like there's no humidity. So that's the problem. Yeah, that's crazy. And I, and I was going to say too, I know we kind of touched upon it, but I feel like what's really important about what you said in the beginning was that there's so many different shades of red, and I think that you did a really great job matching it with your skin. You know, your your skin. You, you know, you you have warm in your. You have a lot of warmth in your skin, whereas a lot of redheads have a lot of cool tones. And so, I think it's really important to find the right shade. But talking about your skin and your dewy skin, what's your top tips for achieving that look? Because it is hard to achieve that dewy look. J-Lo makes it look really important. <laughs> yeah. I mean, or easy. 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 <laughs> this is a, yeah, she's amazing. I mean, she doesn't drink any alcohol and she has like the best lifestyle ever and like personal trainer. So like for yeah, real she people. she doesn't drink. I know. Yeah. <laughs> for the real people that like, you know, enjoy ourselves a little more often than maybe J-Lo does. I feel like it's really important, one, to start for, from the inside out. So, like, you got to drink lots of water. I start every morning with a glass of room temperature water with lemon. It's full of antioxidants. It brightens the skin. It also is great for your gut health. And I feel like your gut health is very – if your gut isn't happy, then your skin's not going to be happy. So true. So – Yeah, that's like really important, taking probiotics, all that stuff. But then when it comes to like your skincare routine, I always subscribe to less is more. I think that we're in this day and age where people are using 10, 12 products. It's all about that Korean beauty, um, K-beauty layering, which, you know, I had fun with that too when it first came out and I love trying new products. But really, I think that you need to find products with high efficacy that really hydrate and nourish the skin. So That's actually why I made my product, Mara. I launched with one SKU. It's called the Universal Face Oil. It's full of every vitamin, A, B, C, D, E, and F. So we call it kind of like our alphabet serum. Mm. It also has 46 antioxidants, 90 nutrients, phytonutrients. And I just basically use that morning and night after washing my face. And if I'm, you know, if I'm feeling like I listen to my skin, I think that like sometimes we get stuck in these routines where you just use these products. But I have so many products as a beauty influencer. I get set everything, but like I, I definitely listen to my skin. So if I'm feeling really dry, maybe before the universal face oil, I'll add on like a hyaluronic acid serum. Or if I'm feeling like it's around that hormonal time of the month, I love to use clarifying masks or things that have like lots of glycolic acids in it, like good genes by Sunday Riley. I think it's all about listening to your skin. And then of course, like using makeup products that 
you know, emphasize a glow are important too. Yeah. So talking about your skincare line with the one facial oil. So after you apply, after you cleanse, do you apply that? And then is that your moisturizer too? Yeah. So that's why I created it. Like, it's kind of like your, it can be like a lazy girl's product where it's, it really has everything that you need to deliver healthy, hydrated, happy skin and keep your skin really happy and glowy. And it's also clinically tested for wrinkles and crow's feet. So we, it does have that anti-aging property to it. Um, but you know, sometimes I, in the morning, I usually cleanse my face and then I'll use a vitamin C serum. Even though our oil has a lot of vitamin C in it. I use a vitamin C serum by drunk elephant that I'm obsessed with. Mm, they're it, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I feel like it just really wakes up the skin in the morning. It gives you that brightness that I'm looking for. And then I'll use the universal face oil as my moisturizer. That's it. And then sunscreen, of course, because we're, we're fair. Everyone needs sunscreen, but especially people like us. <laughs> yes. And I do see that you travel a ton. So personally, this is Adrian. When I travel, I really feel like my skin is super dry, especially on an airplane. Do yeah. you do anything special? You know, a lot of people are really into this um, airplane skincare routine right now. Yeah, they Honestly, are. <laughs> airplanes gross me the F out. Okay. So I, the last thing I want to do is open up my nice, fancy beauty products while I'm in a plane with like 400 strangers. So (laughs) I actually don't, I think it's really kind of gross. I don't know why, like, cause you know, your whole area, they say like your, your tray tops and your, your, um, hand rest. Like I usually wet wipe them down, but still like there's all that airborne nastiness. So I tend to not do anything while I'm on the plane, but that being said, I never travel with makeup on. I don't care Likewise. who I'm going to see. Yeah. Like, no makeup. I do a really hydrating routine right before I leave my house. So I'm really glowy. I have, always have my hair back and, like, a silk scrunchie. So my, my skin's just, like, breathing. And then, of course, the first thing I do when I get to my hotel room is wash my face. But, no, I don't do any in-flight routines on my face. I'll put stuff on my hands because I feel like my hands get really dry. And sometimes I'll use, like, chapstick, of course. But face products, they're so expensive. I just don't want to expose them to that kind of That's torture. such a good point. I never even thought about that, exposing it to I know. the airplane I'm like the air. opposite of everyone else. I have absolutely no germaphobe at all. If oh, I could tell you stories, but you're probably going to be <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, I have you like know, no germaphobe, nothing. I, do, I, would I, put my head, I would put my head on the you headrest. You do put it on, you put it on the tray top. <laughs> I don't even That's care. That's so gross. I don't even care. But, I, but I, I don't know why I don't care, but I should. I should care. Now that I'm listening, I'm like, you're absolutely 100% correct I should be I'm like a selective germaphobe though I just get grossed out because they say that like airplanes are literally one of the dirtiest things like airplanes and those like the whole travel experience from the kiosks that people touch to yeah you know being on the airplane they just don't wipe them down I'm not like a germaphobe like I'll eat something off the ground I'm not crazy like that but I do think that like especially when you're traveling more often you're exposing yourself to things that you wouldn't necessarily expose yourself in your everyday life because it's people you're not around it's things that you're not around so I'm just more careful on airplanes. And as I've gotten older, I've gotten a little bit more freaked out. And also having the skincare line, we go through so many tests to make sure that our products don't grow bacteria and all that gross stuff. So it's made me more in tune with that, you know? I do have to agree. As you get older, you're like, wow, I can't believe I did that when I was younger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm doing that now. I'm just starting to organize my life in terms of like everything has a place. And I feel like it's it, it makes you happier. And so I've yeah. really been working on it. You're but doing it's, a good job. It's taken until my, I'm, in, I'm 31 now. And it's like to that point now where like all my 
like mm-hmm. skincare products are organized, whereas before I would just like throw them in there and like whatever. But now I'm like really organizing my life and I think I'm going to start understanding germs a little bit more. Like probably why I'm like when I'm 40, I'm going to be like a germaphobe. <laughs> I know. I know. I hope it doesn't like continue at this pace though because it's gotten exponentially worse. I'm 31 too. And I feel like in my 20s, I was like, a monster. I was, <laughs> I was too. <laughs> Stephanie's like, you have the most random stuff in your car. Like anything you could imagine was in there. And now it's like, I'm really starting to get clean and like vacuum. And I'm like, wow, I'm such oh, nice. an adult. <laughs> you're turning in yeah, so grown you're up. mature. So we definitely <laughs> want to talk about makeup because of course we stalked your Instagram page and we've been following <laughs> you for quite some time. So we love all of your makeup looks. And one of the things that we were really drawn to in a lot of your photos was your lip choices and your lip colors. So we just mm-hmm. wanted, and we feel like a lot of our followers, we get a lot of questions about what shades complement redheads. You know, some redheads are afraid of a red lip and then nude lips are so big, especially in the fall and the winter. So we kind of wanted to touch upon what are some of your go-to lip products or shades? This is fun because I've always been such a lipstick girl, like before I had red hair, like it's just my thing. And I just, you know, I, I tend to like do easier on the eyes. If I'm like doing a something I feel really confident, it's usually like a lip and a, a natural eye. So for lip colors, like I, when I dyed my hair red, you know, everyone was always telling me like, oh, did you change your makeup, this, that? Like, I really didn't. I still wear like bright red lips and, you know, pink lips and everything. Like, I, I wear it all. The one thing I do say that I like warmer lip colors on myself. So I tend to choose reds with like an orangier, more coral undertone than a blue undertone. And I just find that that flatters my personal skin tone and hair color more. And I think it kind of goes in line with like whatever color your red hair is, right? If you're more of a coppery, then I think like playing off those copper tones is really, really nice. A few of my favorite products, are you guys familiar with Kosas? No, but we've heard of them. We've never tried their stuff. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. They, it's a clean beauty brand. I'm all about that non-toxic life, especially like with makeup, because I think it's really hard to find amazing brands that are non-toxic and Kosas is one of them. They have literally every color is good. They only have like eight shades. My favorite are Rosewater, Stardust, and Thrillist. And they're just all kind of like different variations of, of red. So Thrillist is like the most bold. Rosewater is like an everyday and Stardust, I think it's called, is more of like an in-between. Okay. So they're all really, really nice. Ilya makes amazing lip love, colors. It's, we yeah. love them. Yeah, we love them. Yeah, they're amazing. I love their, there's this product called um, All of Me. It's a cheek and lip tint. And I find that it's just like the most flattering shade. I use it on my cheeks, on like my lips. Sometimes I use it even to contour. It's amazing. I love a versati- versatile makeup product because especially yeah, with traveling too. and stuff like that, it's so important. It's kind of like when Adrian and I first started How to Be a Redhead, we met this girl in New York City um, that got us into Lady Danger by MAC. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with that shade, yeah. but it was kind of like the first shade that I wore – and I, it was definitely out of my comfort zone. And I, I dyed my hair blonde, platinum blonde for like eight years. And then Same. when I met this redhead who was amazing and got us into Lady Danger, I never thought I could wear colors like that. And I feel like that was my beginning down the road, you know, love for lipsticks. And now mm-hmm. I really love Lady Danger. I know, Adrian, you like it too. But I, yeah. I yeah. think that it's like the one color. But we'll have to That's try. That's for you. 
Yeah. What, what about fashion? Do you feel like you wear different colors now with your red hair, or do you just wear anything that you would you normally worn? You know, I have like a very eccentric like pers like personal style. I feel like I wear like crazy stuff, but yeah, it hasn't really changed. Honestly, the one thing I do notice is like I always wore a ton of black. Like that was my go-to when I was just like not into getting dressed. And while I still do that, I feel like it's not as flattering as it as it was before. So I found myself like with new purchases, like this sounds like so cliche, but reaching for more jewel tones. So I, you know, I have a ton of sapphire colors and navies, mm -hmm. you know, I love an emerald moment. So I've been like really amping up the emerald sections, but like in Tulum, I was there last week and I wore an orange dress. When I got that dress, my sister got it for me in Denmark. She brought it back. I'm like, this is going to look terrible on me. Like <laughs> with my orangish hair and this like orange dress, I'm going to look like a freak. But I wore it. I got so many compliments on it. It actually looked really cool. So I feel like I honestly think with like makeup and fashion, if you don't feel confident in it, it's not going to look good on you. If you so, feel so confident, in it, it's going to look good on you. So it's all about having like, you know, confidence in what you wear. And if you're going to do something, just like stick to it. And like you can always take it off, you know? Yeah, and I know our mom always kind of points out that Adrian and I wear a lot of black and gray, and I think it's because, you know, we're originally from New England, and then we moved to New York City, so everyone wears dark colors. It's just a thing. Totally. Yeah. But, now, <laughs> but now we're getting into more definitely, like, blues and purples and green, colors yeah. that obviously are flattering on redheads. But now I'm starting, to like what you just said, starting to notice that my purchases are a lot more brighter. Mm -hmm. Jewel tones, love jewel tones. So I think like right now I'm wearing a cobalt blue sweater. I probably a couple of years Fun. ago would never wear that color. It would be black. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And like right now I feel like fashion's having a really fun, colorful moment too. Like, I mean, it's been going on for a while, but the marigold color, that mustard, wow. I thought it was going to be uh. like, yeah, like ketchup and mustard with my hair. But honestly, it is my favorite color to wear. I wore like a, an amazing yellow, like mustard yellow blazer yesterday, yesterday. And I have like shoes and I'm just like so into that color. And I feel that it really, it really flatters us. We're kind of lucky that it's so popular. And there are things that I'm definitely going to keep that color palette, like the jewel tone palette for a while. And I also love the coppers. Have you guys worn copper before? Oh my love gosh. Copper. We, I just started getting into copper and I, I just best. bought a copper sweater from Madewell and I've already gotten a few compliments on it. And again, I probably would always just stick to black and then never really mm -hmm. get compliments. So yeah, it's a color that definitely incorporating more into our closet. Yeah. I wore this like, like coppery, like coppery auburn, almost like autonomal orange in a way, like pumpkin Ooh, orange. Pretty. Yeah. Yeah. It was a swimsuit. I wore it in Tulum and honestly, I wore it also in Hawaii earlier this year and that swimsuit, like I hate being in a swimsuit just cause you know, I'm a girl and I'm not necessarily confident when it comes to rocking a swimsuit these days, but that swimsuit makes me feel so confident because I get so many compliments on it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, I know we wanted to talk to you about foundation because it, mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people with great skin sometimes don't wear it and concealer too. So what, what do you do with foundation and concealer? Do you wear them? Uh, I don't really wear foundation to be honest. I mean, if I'm doing like a really fun eye and I'm just going for it, then I feel like I will do a foundation just to have a more seamless base. But like as an everyday look, I usually just use RMS uncover up. It's the best concealer I, I'm shade double zero. <laughs> their their highlighter is amazing. Yeah, Living Luminizer. Oh my they're, gosh. They're awesome. They I just really love are. 
love that brand. So I use um, Uncover Up a lot. I do. I'm a concealer junkie, so I love playing with different concealers. Um, I'm really into nude sticks right now. I love NARS Rich and Creamy or Radiant and Creamy Concealer. That's a good one. I wear uh, Chantilly and Vapor is another good brand. Yeah. But I don't do foundation because I don't love all over. I, you know, I have like kind of I have freckles. I used to have more freckles. I don't know where they went, <laughs> to be honest. But I do like having... Um, the few freckles that I have show through. And I just think that like skin shouldn't be completely even like you, I don't want to have like crazy red spots or like, you know, blemishes, but I think that there's some like something nice when there's different tones of your skin that are coming through. So I just wear concealer. I love concealer. I'm kind of a concealer junkie. Aiden, yeah. You don't really wear any. I maybe wear concealer once or twice a year. Yeah. Oh my God. I yeah. know, right? <laughs> I did I did put it on the other day because we did a podcast um that's actually airing today and he talks all about concealer. And I was like, Oh, I you know, I I should wear it more. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what though? You could get away with like I don't wear concealer when I wear um luminizing primers. There are a lot of those out right now that I really love. Like Becca Cosmetics makes one called First Light Primer. Love and that I feel one. Like yeah, on our skin tones, when you're, like, fairer, I feel like you look really good with, like, those pearlescent and moon, like, luminescence. And a lot of those all-over face products come with that moon undertone, that pearly undertone. So I, like, wear that, and then I don't wear anything else. And it usually has SPF in it, which is even better. Yeah. yeah and don't you feel like oils, like, really, sometimes it, it just kind of... They give you that glow. It does. Like you don't want to cover yeah. it up. Yeah. Yeah. We're huge oil lovers. Yeah, so we <laughs> wanted to end, of course, just asking, what's the one makeup product you cannot live without? Makeup product? It would definitely be concealer. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like, because I can do so much with concealer. I put it underneath the eyes, but I also use it more as a highlighter, too, because I use double zero and triple zero, which is ridiculous, but in RMS. And the triple zero is so light that it almost acts as a highlighter. So I use it on the high points of my face to kind of give me definition without having to contour. So if you like concealer, you can get really creative with. I also use it um, on my eyes to add brightness to my eyes. So it's sometimes on the in corner, like the corner interiors of my eyes mm. or right in the center to open them up. Um, I use like concealer along the brow just to like define the brow. So I just like love concealer <laughs> I guess it'd have to be that yeah I'm, I think I'm gonna turn I'm gonna yeah you I'm have gonna get to. into it and I do I do want to know too do you see yourself having red hair for a while people ask me this all the time they you know do. I have got yeah I for sure see myself having red hair for a, like forever I mean the only thing I've ever really wanted to do since I dyed red hairs, I would love to be platinum blonde, but I know that like, that's going to be so tough on my hair, especially since I've, you know, have all this red that we'd have to strip out. And, you know, red, red hair's gotten me a lot of work since I left pop sugar. I mean, I got hired at refinery 29, hopefully for my hosting skills, but also because I had like this bright red hair and the founder has bright red hair. So it was kind of like a fun connection that we had. Yeah. Um, her name is Christine Barbaric. She's yeah. amazing. And then after that, I, I was the beauty ambassador for Sally Beauty because of my red hair. And I was the L'Oreal hair ambassador. So I feel like, and now it's kind of um, synonymous with my line. I think a lot of people know me as like the redheaded, like Mara founder. So no, I don't think so. I really enjoy being a redhead. I love that. That's so wonderful. Well, it's so great to have you on and hopefully we can talk soon. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me. This was super fun. Yeah. Thank you, Allison. The H2 Bar Box, a monthly beauty subscription box for redheads. Each box is worth $80 plus and each product is redhead friendly approved. 
Head to h2barbox.com to subscribe and use code podcast to receive 20% off. I have to say, I love that she said red hair has opened up so many doors for her. I I really feel like after, you know, we've been the co-founders of How to Be a Redhead now for almost eight years, and I can't tell you how many times we've heard that, and I just feel like it's totally true. Like, I just think about um, all the interviews in my mind, like, w- one interview we did on howtobearedhead.com was Beyonce's dancer. Um, the, the girl, if you're ever looking at Beyonce, which I'm obsessed with watching Beyonce videos on Instagram, but the girl who's always to the right has red hair and it's dyed red hair. And we did an interview with her in like 2013 or 2014. And we specifically wanted to talk about her red hair. And she was so passionate about it that she did the interview with us. And she said that Beyonce picked red hair because she wanted it to stand out and since doors have opened for her as well I mean not only is she like Beyonce's right hand girl but she does all this other stuff now and her hair has still it's red now still it's been over five years probably since we've done the interview and I feel like it's open doors for not only her but Allison and so many different people yeah I know I'd have to say looking back I obviously wish I never dyed my hair but I think that we stand out when you have red hair. So I loved when she said her past job at Pop Sugar, she realized that everyone that she was working with were all, they all had the same color hair. So she wanted to stand out. And I love that. And I think if you do follow her on Instagram, red really suits her. To me, I would never know that she dyes her hair. She has an amazing colorist in West Hollywood. But I think she, it's kind of what we always say at How to Be a Redhead, where you're a redhead or you're a chosen redhead. And chosen redheads, they have that fiery personality. Maybe they weren't born with red hair, but like what Allison said, her family comes from Ireland. She has right. the skin tone that a lot of redheads have. You know, there's obviously so a lot of redheads. Yeah. And there's a lot of redheads too that are very tan. Um, and we get a lot of those redheads that write in, whether they're from Mexico or Italy. So it's so great to see different skin types. But you would never know looking at Allison that she's not a natural redhead. Right, right. Like when we did the interview with Lydia, my sister-in-law, and it really stuck with me too when she talked to us. And she just said like, it just, she looks like a natural redhead. People would never think that she's not a natural redhead. And I think that that's a, a case for a lot of people who they're like, I should have been a redhead. And the color just looks so great on them. And they're wearing all the complimentary colors, whether it's in their wardrobe or on their lips. So -hmm. it's just really great. And all of her recommendations, my God, Green Beauty is obviously our thing. So it's so great to get some of her tips. I know, we like dedicated a whole episode to Green Beauty. (laughs) I know, we did. And it's because it's so important for redheads. I mean, obviously, putting clean stuff on skin, no matter if you're a redhead or not, is so important. But for redheads specifically with sensitive skin... You're just going to hear it all the time of us talking about it because it's that important for redheads to understand ingredients in their food, in their skincare, and everything because what you're putting on your skin is going to directly reflect how it looks. Right. And we'll, we're going to be putting a link in the notes section for an article on all of Allison's product recommendations. 
So don't feel overwhelmed because we know she gave such great redhead friendly yeah, brands. Yeah, I need to like get tips. some Lysol wipes when I get on a plane. And you need My to gosh. start putting concealer <laughs> on the inner corners of your eyes. It will open them up. I know. See, everyone thinks how, how you know because we're the co-founders of How to Be a Redhead that we just know everything, and it's so funny. Like we say, we've said it from the beginning. Not only do our followers teach us so many things, but now with the podcast, all of our guests teach us stuff too. And I think that that's what's so great about our community is Stephanie and I are learning just like everyone else, and that's why. It's how to be a redhead because we're doing it all together. Definitely. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Rock, Rock it like, like a redhead. redhead.